Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight series, and uh, it's still anime. Anime. We're getting some good ones out. We're cracking them out this time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a genre that we both really well, we cracked really them out like. last time. We just didn't like people were all over the place last month. Yeah. So <laughs> it's tough because of yeah, it's quarantine. It's, it's tough getting people together for it. So, uh, this one was a introduction for Katie. Uh, I don't think you've seen anything Lupin the Third related before this. Nope. Okay. So Lupin the Third, uh, I this one I can't flop my anime dick on this one, but I love Lupin the Third. Uh, have a ton of the manga and stuff. I used to read it back in the day. It's back at home. I need to grab those. But um. He's uh, Lupin the Third. He's a gentleman thief. He's one of the nicest, coolest thieves that you will ever meet. And uh, he's the kind of guy that will tell you, I'm going to steal this on the 14th at midnight. See you then. And the people are like, how is he going to get past all our defenses? That's impossible. And then that shit's already gone. And he's giggling as he flies off in his little helicopter. Like, hee hee hee. He's really cool. Music is amazing. It's very... What, 60s, 70s? 70s. 70s. Uh, just awesome. He's an awesome character. Actually, uh, I don't know when the show started, but this movie was, this particular movie was in the 70s. Yes. Um, Probably early 70s, I want to the say. Theme, the if the theme weird. song from this movie is the same as it is for the show, I would guess that this movie, this show came out in the 60s because the theme is very jazzy, very, like... Not in a funk way, but very jazzy, like a traditional jazz. It's very, sounds very 60s. Yeah. So if you don't know anything about Lupin the Third, uh, he's based on a fictional character, uh, Arsene, Arsene Lupin. Uh, it's, and it's a gallant and famous outlaw. Uh, he was actually able to outsmart Sherlock Holmes. So big old smarty pants and. Uh, just a really cool dude. So this version, uh, apparently this is his grandson. And uh, he is, he's not in charge of this giant thieves guild that they are in charge of. But he's kind of like the errant prince of it. And he's just fucking around with his, with his uh, sharpshooter friend Jigen and his samurai buddy, Goemon. And his on and off again girlfriend, uh, Fujiko. And it's just them getting in the shit and having to save each other and taking out worse people. Uh, that's how he becomes the good guy in the stories. He's like, well, I'm stealing all the money from Monte Carlo. And it's like, oh, this guy is going to drop a fucking virus that's going to kill everybody. Well, let's stop him because I like people and I like money. But we're still going to steal the money because that's fun and I need money. But let's stop this bad guy from killing people. He'll kill people, but he's not a, he's not like up for He's a good guy thief. Yeah, so that's what usually happens in his stories. It's always somebody doing some dumb shit while he's there. So kind of in the vein of Trigun, a lot of the best heroes are the ones that just, they get caught up in shit that they're not wanting to do. So this is actually the second film in a series of Lupin the Third uh, movies and show and stuff. Uh, The Castle of Cagliostro. I said it right. Holy shit. So the special thing about this one and why we picked this one in particular, uh, the director 
is, uh, I can't remember his fucking first name. The director of the movie is uh, Hayao Miyazaki. If you don't know that name, he was one of the co-founders of Studio Ghibli. Um, this movie is beautiful and it's cute and there's moments where you smile and it's like, oh, this is really nice. Just like a Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, it, some people had their frowns about it because Lupin is a bit different. Because usually he's the lecherous guy in the corner. Like, you know how we talk about just about every anime has some character that's like, oh, boobs, and they drool and stuff. He's kind of that dude. Uh, women is his one weakness. Like, he doesn't do drugs. He likes to drink. He parties. But if some big boobied lady comes into the room, he's like, hold on a second, guys. I'll be right back. And then he gets uppercutted into another room. And then he comes back with a big lump on his head. He's like, okay, back to the caper that we're doing. So... Um, this one's weird because he's not lecherous, and um, a lot of people said that was Miyazaki's doing, and some people have, have said that this movie is a, it's later on in his career, they say, and he's grown up a bit, because he says in the movie that, yeah, when when I was younger, you know, I used to just steal stuff and be crazy, and so they were saying that this is a little further down the road, even though... He wears a green jacket in this one, and green jacket is like early seasons, and then he turns into a red jacket, but meh, that's, that's bleh, so, <laughs> um, but an amazing film, um, Lupin is, oh, they steal money from Monte Carlo, and then he figures out that all the money that they stole was counterfeit, and so he's like, well, I want to find out where the, this counterfeit money came from, so I can steal their counterfeiting machines, and I can make my own money and make money. And so him and Jigen giggle, and they drive off, and they find that it's in Cagliostro, right? Is that the name of the city? And so um, he's like, hey, I've been here before, and I tried to steal this treasure that's in that castle. And so he's like, okay, let's change the plan a little bit. I'm going to rob the shit out of this castle and get some revenge on that bad guy inside of the castle. Things happen, you know, craziness goes down. He meets a very nice woman that needs help. Uh, she's a princess, and she doesn't want to get married to that evil guy. And so Lupin's like, you know what? I'm going to come save you. And so he sends a letter to the bad guy, and he's like, you know what? I'm stealing. I'm stealing your bride, and I'm going to steal all your shit. Name's Lupin. I'll see you soon. And so it's like, oh, shit. He's, he's all nice and stuff. And so he calls the gang together, and they head out to try to take out this pretty bad dude. Uh, it's pretty nice. Very cute. Uh, this film is has been a major influence on animators and directors worldwide um john lasseter from pixar he brings this movie up all the time and several several disney films actually took scenes from it uh at the uh the final act they're in this giant clock and they're fighting in there uh the great mouse detective uh sampled a little bit from there because i what is it is the last fight in the great mouse detective mm -hmm. where he does that and uh, there's another Disney film that that dips into this a little bit. Um, I, and one of the, I think in the Simpsons movie, because when he's on the roof and he like loses his balance and he's running down the roof and he doesn't want to, uh, that happens to Bart. He's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and he's running full speed. Uh, but yeah, no, this this is a really cool one. Uh, if you don't know anything about Lupin, you don't really need to know that much about him. He's just a thief, honestly. Um, this one doesn't give the B 
biggest of intros to people. And I think Katie actually said she appreciated it a little bit. That it wasn't like, here's 30 minutes and we're going to explain everybody to you and then get the movie started. Yeah. It was just a light kind of. Yeah. Well, and for this particular movie, you only really needed to know, like, the main character... Lupin and the princess you needed to know about her which they did introduce her just fine you needed to know about the bad guy and that was it all the other side characters like the inspector like okay he's a cop he's clearly going after a thief duh uh and then his like sidekicks okay he's good with a gun that makes sense he's good with a sword (laughs) that makes sense like I don't need whole backstories on these characters and I appreciated that they didn't waste any time doing all of that to try and get people to understand, like, oh, this person did this for years and years and years, and that's why they're so good with a gun. Like, who gives a fuck? It worked just fine in this. Without needing all of that, this film moved quickly, and, like, it got to the point without it just dragging on and them trying to introduce each person and why they're important to the story. It was like, most of the characters were background characters, so it wasn't so important that you knew everything about them. Yeah, there's um, the second season, which is the season everyone really thinks of when they think of Lupin. That's the one where he has the red jacket with the yellow tie sometimes, sometimes black. That one, that's kind of like the pilot of all of it, because Green Jacket, I like Green Jacket a lot. But uh, Red Jacket, that's the one where you get all the cool intros and it shows Jigen and, you know, he's skeet shooting and you're supposed to skeet shoot with a shotgun. He's out there with a revolver because he's a hard ass. And Goemon is training and he's fighting 10 dudes at one time because that's what Goemon does. And Fujiko walks into a fucking casino with a Tommy gun and just blows the whole place up because that's, that's Fujiko because she's a, she's a bad bitch. So, uh, but yeah, no, this one, was, it was a light brushing and it just got moving because... It's what a hundred minutes. It was maybe it was short. Yeah, it it was a normal length animated movie for the seventies. So, uh, in the movie, who was your favorite character? Uh, so I had two. I really liked um, Princess Clarice. Um, she was like to the point. She didn't want to marry him, but was gonna marry him to kind of deflect the hate. I guess on her people, like yeah. She was kind of being forced into this situation, and she was going to do it, even though she didn't want to. Um, And then she has a whole, like, side story with Lupin that is really cool, and she was never, like, a frail, I can't do this, like... She wasn't your typical, like, I need to be saved princess. Like, she wasn't begging to be saved. She was just like, all right, I guess this is what I'm doing now. Um, and then when he did show, when Lupin did show up to save her, he, or she was like, all right, this is what we're doing now, I guess. Like, yeah. fuck it. Let's, let's get on the roof. Let's go. Well, she oh. was never just like scared and timid and shy. Like she just dealt with it. Well, Miyazaki, he's good for that. He, everyone has some strength. There are points where they're scared of things, but in all yeah. his films that, yeah, people have strength. They're not like just, and fall over into the corner and just useless. Yeah. You know, like even Spirit Away, a little girl, she did a lot of shit in that movie. And, yeah. You know. And my other favorite is uh, Fujiko. Um, I really like Fujiko. Fujiko's she, cool. She's definitely a background character. She's not in this as much, or she's not like soloed out as much. She starts 
when you first see her, she's um, pretending to be like a maid in the mansion of Count Cagliostro. And she gets away with it for a long time. Because her whole goal is like to steal all his money, basically. And then Lupin shows up and she's like, oh, well, guess I can't fucking deal with this anymore. And she takes off her disguise and she shows off that she's... Or she goes and hides, basically, so that no one knows that she's uh, a traitor, I guess. And then the next time you see her, she pops up in a fucking news van so she can um, broadcast the wedding to the world. And also, like, get the inside scoop on everything. So she's there when, like, the main shit goes down. And it's pretty freaking great. She just, like, is a badass. She doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. She's only here for herself. She's like, nah, I want to find this treasure and then I'm out. Like, I don't care about this princess. I don't care about this Lupin. I don't care about the love story or whatever's happening. I just want my money and I'm out. Yeah, I I appreciate that when Fujiko saw Lupin pop up, she's like, fuck. And she's like, nah, we need to get out of here because usually when Lupin's somewhere, shit's going to get stupid. There's going to be explosions. And she's like, I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, I need to get this. I need to get this shit moving. Because, yeah, Lupin, he likes to be loud, but he uses the loudness as a distraction. Yeah, if you're around him, there's going to be some shit exploding. You know, fucking Jigen had a fucking 50 cal sniper rifle shotgun thing, and he's just shooting it from the hip, blowing up chunks of the castle. Yeah. Just laughing. So, uh, my favorite character, uh, even though he was a little bit different, no, Lupin, the the main guy, he was really cool. Uh, Usually in movies... The main character has some type of flaw, and they don't realize it, and they have to figure things out. And then, you know, that last act, they're like, oh, yeah, wow, I've been a piece of shit this whole time. Now I'm stronger. And that doesn't really happen here. Lupin, he has all his talents, all his skill, and he just kind of wants another crack at the castle. But then this time, he's like, well, I am going to steal shit from him because I'm a thief. But I'm here to save this, this girl because she does not deserve to be here. And plus, it's fun to take things from bad people. So, and he's really, he was really cute to her. He was like, you know, I'm going to be your knight in shining armor. And she's like, but like, why? And he's like, because you need one. Like, it's it's just the, the thing to do, you know? I'm, yeah. he- I'm here to help you because you need to be helped. So, like I said, it's a very different Lupin. But I, I liked it a lot. It was very cute. It made me smile because he's, he's a mess. But he usually saves the day. If this was normal him... He'd be like, you're hot. We should get married after this. Blah, blah, blah. He'd still save her. And then later on, he's like, nah, you can go and be be queen. I got stuff to do. I'll be back one day and we'll get married. Wink, wink. You know, he'd still, you know, save the day, but he'd be a lot dirtier about it because he doesn't want anybody to follow him. So he's like, you know, I got to act like an asshole. So you'll leave me alone <laughs> and be a good person. I don't want to drag you down. Okay. So, who is your least favorite character in the movie? Count Cagliostro. Hey, I high five. Yeah, he was garbage. Uh, he was only he only wanted to get married so that he could take the treasure or whatever it was that their family had like hidden, and he was abusive and emotionally, like both physically and emotionally too. Clarice, because he really didn't give a fuck. He just wanted the ring that she had that would get him to the family treasure. And he was just a douche to everybody in the movie. Like, he was an asshole to his servants, to the news, to 
just everyone and fuck that guy yeah uh ditto on that like uh if you guys listen to these episodes you know that i appreciate a good bad guy and if they're doing their job right you know i don't like them but it's like i respect don't like them this guy i didn't really dig him and it's weird usually miyazaki films the bad guys usually pretty good but um i don't know but this one it just it just didn't hit the same way and usually lupin villains are very over the top evil bond kind of villains you know it's like oh do you you expect us to blah 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 he's like no lupin i expect you to die and i gave these sharks meth and so they're all types of super strong and blah 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 and i have to go now and lupin's like fuck and then they have to get out that's kind of how they are and so it was a little disappointing that this guy was in the same way he was just just an asshole extra and i think he was related to the girl he was they were like cousins or some shit yeah it's just well it just wasn't that good i mean that that's royalty though like in a nutshell they had it because it had to stay in the family he wanted the like the treasure was supposed to stay in the family so that's how they had to do it to keep it in the family was for them to marry each other yeah yeah so it was disappointing it's yeah it could have had a better bad guy, so it could have been cooler. So towards the end of the movie, um, uh, Inspector Zenigata. So Zenigata, we forgot to talk about him. He's one of my favorites. Um, he is the inspector. It's kind of self-appointed person that's gonna catch Lupin because he knows him the best, and he gets really close to catching him a lot of the time. Um, him and Lupin are kind of on this friendship angle like they they respect each other and they really do like each other a lot of the time and kind of to the point of if someone else tries to catch Lupin Zenigata will kind of help him get away because he wants to do it like no one else can do it and Zenigata has been killed quotation mark or Lupin seen him get killed but he didn't die you know technically and Lupin goes on this like warpath getting revenge for him and they're like, oh, you really like him? He's like, nah, fuck that dude, but I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> He's like, you know, he didn't deserve that. Old man didn't deserve that. So it was cool to see Zenigata. So Zenigata, Fujiko come up with this idea the, to um, inadvertently, quotation mark, show that the Count's doing all this bad counterfeiting shit because no one wants to investigate him because it's a lot of work and effort and he's kind of paying him off. So on live TV, they show like, Hey, what's down in these stairs? Oh, they're counterfeiting stuff. Who would have known? And so, financially, the count's already done. And then Lupin and Clarice fight him in the clock tower. And then he gets smushed in the clock tower. And then they find the treasure, which it was a... Was a hidden it? city. Yes, so... Um, it was like a Roman city. Yeah, a Roman city. Uh, her family got chased out of their city. And instead of just letting... The bad guys take over and take their shit. They flooded the city so no one could have it. And so it's just been appointed into the family, like, you know, keep it safe. And then it, um, when they put the the two rings together, the clock tower drained out the city. And so, you know, cool historical treasure. And that's what they meant by treasure. Not There's probably some gold somewhere in there. There's probably something valuable in there somewhere. Lupin sees that and he's like, well, this is too big to take home with me. So you go have fun being queen. 
And then Clarice is like, I'm in love with you. And he's like, oh, stop. And she's like, you know, I want to go with you. I'll, I'll learn to be a thief. And he's like, nah, don't do that. No, you stay good and stay yeah, here. Yeah, be a queen. Yeah, be a queen. I'm going to go do more bad stuff with my hood rat friends because it's fun. Yeah. And then uh, they're talking and then Zenny God is right behind him. And he's like, you son of a bitch, I know where you are. I'm catching you. And he's like, I have to go now. <laughs> and so they drive off and then Zenny God is right behind him and, you know. Yeah. Cue, cue the music. Cause... It's very like Tom and Jerry situation. Oh, yeah. And so they scoot off and, you know, on to the next story of him almost getting caught and then saving the day. So, uh, seven word synopsis. Uh, I have two. Is it true love or a caper? No. Oh. And then a city. That's too big for me. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was a really cool thing to say. Like, oh, this is the treasure? Well, I, damn. I, I can't take all of this. Yeah, I can't take that. <laughs> Guess I'm out. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's... Uh, okay. You can have it. <laughs> if this was smaller, I would steal this. Yeah. Um. So mine is Lupin has a huge heart of gold. Yeah. It was really nice. He didn't have to get, like, talked into it by his friends. He's like, wait, we should save her because it's the right thing to do. And he's like, eh... And then they usually say, like, hey, but, you know, we can take that treasure from her when we save her. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, let's go save her. It wasn't anything like that. He just did it because it was the right thing to do. And he's like, no, you don't need to be involved with this. That dude's a piece of shit. And plus, he almost killed me once. So I'm going to steal from him because it's funny. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Okay, so movie came out December 15th, 1979. We watched the 92 dub of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a dub in 2000, and that one had a really cool person as Lupin's voice, Sean Barker. If that name doesn't ring a bell, it's because it's a pseudonym for my boy, David Hayter. I don't know who that is. David Hayter, that's the voice of Solid Snake, ladies and gentlemen. That explains why I don't know who that is. Metal Gear. So uh, I I didn't realize he was the voice of Lupin at one point. He's not the coolest one. I think Tony Oliver, uh, he's getting old, but he's done Lupin's voice for probably 80% of the things out in the world. Uh, he's amazing at it. So, yeah. So that, that was a cool fun fact. But we watched the 92 dub. Uh, how much do you think the budget for this movie was? Um, do you have budget information for each dub? Because the price would have changed or is it just for overall like production when it was first made uh i have the budget for the production the okay. original one i'm gonna say a twenty thousand dollars uh twenty thousand oh hold on one second what was it twenty three thirteen i gotta look it up real quick i gotta oh from yen yeah i'll tell you in a second okay so the budget for this film i'll put it in dollars so what did you say twenty thousand Oh, just $20,000? $4.6 million. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it, it's kind of ridiculous. That's uh, so much for a movie from yeah, that long ago. It's pretty ridiculous. So, uh, what do you think this movie made? Jesus. you say, How much did you say the fucking budget was? Uh, 4.6. <sighs> 10 million. So it made another hundred million yen. So let me put that in real quick. I'm sorry, guys. Five point five million dollars. Oh, okay. So not as much as it. Yeah, it, it probably it, should have. In in some words, they said it was kind of a 
it wasn't a commercial failure, but just the first movie did way better than this one, and a lot of people were disappointed with it. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird. In Japan, it didn't do that well, but America loved it. Um, it did come over overseas, and it made around like three hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Because back in that day, they weren't. You know, it's not like now where it's like five billion. Like theaters will show something, so it had small, small showing in America. But it's just, yeah, it's I don't know. It, a lot of things working right for it for America to really appreciate and love it. But in Japan, it just didn't really take off. And, you know, with the next film and the show, Lupin kind of lost that heart of gold a little bit. And it became more of just a piece of poop. But a cool piece of poop. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's all I got. You got anything else for Lupin the Third? What would you think about him? Um, I liked him. I liked that he was... Uh... He was like a thief, but he was really a good guy, like, deep down. He wasn't just, like, a super-duper asshole. Um, And he really cared about making sure that, you know, she, the princess got out fine and everyone was safe. And, every like, I really like that about his character because you don't usually find, like, thieves in shows that are like that. Yeah. So, just like with Cowboy Bebop, you know, they're bounty hunters in that show. But they are always poor because the situation they get in, there's no bounty at the end. And they have to save the day. Sometimes save the fucking world. Uh, Lupin's the same way. He Sometimes he doesn't get away with the money. But he yeah. saves the day and gets like a kiss from a lady. And he's like, thank you. And like, what are we going to do now, Lupin? He's like, I don't know. And then they see, you know, some rich dude walking by with money. He's like, well, I'm going to rob that man real quick. Let's go. And then, you know, yeah. credits hit. So... It's it's pretty cool. I, I like Lupin a lot. There are some really cool shows and movies that they've done. Uh, Lupin, for one, that character, he's been around for forever. There's actually a newer season that we found on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it's the technical fifth season. It's Lupin the Third, Part Five. Uh, he's in France for the whole season. And yeah. it's Lupin dealing with technology from now because all his show has been usually in the 70s and 80s so he doesn't have to worry about you know phones and pictures and bullshit like that uh but there's one episode where he steals all this shit from this guy kind of like mark zuckerberg of that world the guy gets his picture and puts it on their their facebook and he's like hey a million bucks whoever can catch this guy right now and he's like okay whatever but then he doesn't realize that everybody has a phone and they're constantly updating where he is and these bounty hunters are like on his ass and he's like i can't get away he's like usually i can hide in a dark corner for a little bit and get away from cops but it's different when everyone has a phone and a constant tweeting so yeah. it was pretty cool it's him just being mad about technology now that looks nice so yeah uh another a new movie's coming out soon uh not i think it lo- just came out there was one in 2019 i think oh okay i thought rona slowed it down but good good job it came out before uh, um, maybe i don't know i just looked it up yeah it's like a cg looking one but he seems just the same with his long like sideburns and looking cool uh yeah lupon the third give it a shot it's it, i will say it's an older show but you can find a season where it's a little bit updated but uh if you find anything here it is you- 2019 lupon Three, the first. Oh, okay. So there, it might be some type of a reboot. CGI. It came out December in Japan. Okay, cool. Well, it might not be out for you. No, it's probably not in America yeah. right now. 
yeah, if you can find anything Lupin, if he has a red jacket on, uh, it will probably it will probably be some of the best stories that you'll get from him. Uh, there's some older stuff that's pretty good. Things afterward, uh, he gets like a yellow jacket at one point, a white one, uh, but red and blue are some of my favorite jacket seasons. Kind of like Doctor Who when he changes outfits, and you get good or bad episodes. But yeah, uh, seriously, give give Lupin a shot. It's it's really good stuff. And, you know, you don't see that many thieves. You see people that are good at stealing, but he is, that's his job. And he steals from bad people. Sometimes good people, too. <laughs> okay. That looks fucking cool. Oh, he looks so awesome. Oh, I look funny. So cool. Okay. So, uh, if we missed anything about Castle of Cagliostro, or if you want to tweet us saying congratulations on saying that right every time, you can tweet us at... <laughs> Allentown Pod. <laughs> if you want to email us any other cool Lupine fun facts like, fuck, I don't have one. I usually do. Uh, I have really cool stories that he did. But you can email us at... Allentownpresents at gmail.com. You made a face. What's up? There's a live action movie. Oh, I'm not surprised. That came out in 2014. Oh, uh, that means Jigen's face is just covered by a hat. <laughs> His eyes. <laughs> the whole time. That's so stupid. Okay, um... We are on, oh, we're on Facebook at... Allentown Presents. I did the same thing. I was like, where the fuck am I in this <laughs> in this little speech? So uh, we're on just about any um, app that you can listen to podcasts and stuff. We're going to keep the anime uh, season going pretty good. Uh, the next one that we're going to watch is... That's a great question. We're probably going to get a Miyazaki one in. Uh, I know, Oh, yeah, we have to do that. I know we have a couple of friends that brought up like... Uh, like Spirited Away, and oh, what's the other one? Oh, we have to do Little Nemo. We haven't recorded. Oh yes, done Little Nemo yeah, yet. Little Nemo, Adventures in Slumberland. So good. Pajama, 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 pajama. Shazama, pajama, pajama, shazama, shazama, pajama. 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 <laughs> That's gonna be a good one. So oh, God, I uh, love that. So you you can expect probably. Hopefully three more at episodes. At least three more, I think. If we get our shit together. Um, Hopefully we we can crack out Cowboy Bebop movie. Yes, because I love that movie. Yes, yes. And if yes, we yes, can yes, pirate yes. Uh, Heroes Rising, we will watch that again, and then go over that My Hero movie real quick. Ugh, so good, so so hard. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We love doing this, and we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.